0: Welcome to the All Around Joke Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. First off, I want to thank you guys all for listening today. I really appreciate all of you being here, and I hope that you can tell how enthusiastic I am about teaching exercise, fitness, health, nutrition, all this fun stuff. And I hope that it comes across because I am passionate about not only my own health and fitness, but also my mission is to improve your health and fitness as well as a whole. It has always been my mission, and I thank you for listening. It is a pleasure to be able to give my my message out to the world and have you... Be someone that listens to it. So thank you so much. Today I'm just gonna be sharing some simple things with you. Simple things that you can do in your home, at your home. But I want to start off first by telling you a little bit of story. So I'm here in the van that I've been living in for the last two years. So when I first got into the van, I wasn't sure how things were gonna go as far as like staying in great shape. I wasn't sure how it was going to be different from going to the gym every single day where we used to work out a lot. And I had to think about how to adapt and really get outside of my comfort zone a little bit. So a lot of us get into this routine of, Hey, we're going to go to the gym and that's great. We'll go to the gym we'll work out. And that's where we do it. So feeling like we're going to have to work out for me in a park or in a campground, or in the woods somewhere is also similar how it might feel weird to you to have to figure out how to work out in your living room, or in your kitchen, or in your garage. But trust me, I can say with 100% certainty that it's something that you can do. I did it. You can do it. It's not hard. It's just setting up that habit and routine and getting used to it. And the cool thing is that if you have family or friends around with you, you can get them involved as well. And that can create momentum for you moving forward. And it can create this positive after effect that we're looking for to, you know, I influence you, you influence somebody else and so on and so forth. So that's another thing that I think is really cool and really cool possibility for doing this. So like I said, simple things that we're going to share today. And I want to start with some fun facts about exercise. So number one, you probably already know these, but I'm going to go over them anyway, because it doesn't hurt to really drive these home. Number one, exercise makes you look younger. And most in most cases, younger equals better looking, sexier, however you want to wear that for you. So if you're looking for something or a reason why you might want to exercise, it improves mental focus. So I know that a lot of you guys on this call or on this uh, podcast are hard chargers, right? You want to get things done, you're successful in your life. So improving your ability to actually have better mental focus will allow you to get things done faster, allow you to do better like analysis in your everyday life, and probably help you to make more money. So that's something that you can consider here. Exercise helps you to live longer. And I'm going to talk about a study that taught, that went into that a little bit deeper in a little, little, little second here, a little few seconds. Uh, exercise is good for you at any age and any time of the day. So a great example of this is my mother is 67 years old and she is crushing it. In fact, I've got a picture that I'm going to cue up of myself, Emily, and my mom working out side by side doing the same movements and she looks my mother 67 looks amazing. Like she is ripped. She looks awesome. And I don't want to like give you this impression too, that she has always been super fit and super in shape. Uh, same way with me. Uh, I haven't always been in super great shape and I could share some pictures with you that would show you make you, you know, your eyes bulge out of your head because you wouldn't believe it. But uh, we all have to work for this. It's not like it comes super easy to us. And that's a great thing to note. And going back to this any age thing. So, you know, whether you've got a child that is, you know, just starting to walk and move or whatnot, you can have them do burpees with you, or you can have them do push ups or whatnot. You can start training these things at a very young age, and you can keep on moving at a very old age. It might be different versions of movements, but we're going to talk about how some things should be really the same as far as movement goes across the board and why you would do them to make yourself awesome at regular everyday life. The other thing that I wanted to dig into here is that there's no best time to exercise. If we wanted to to really, really ninja down, if you're like, hey, Joe, I'm working out, you know, two times a day, five days a week, and I want to really pinpoint my cardiovascular or my Oxygen, oxygenation movements versus my glycolytic versus my phosphocreatine movements. Then we could talk about the ideal times based off of your hormonal rhythms that would get you the most impact for those particular things. But it doesn't really matter. I mean, that's like so, so minuscule that it's probably not going to make that much of a difference that you're even going to see it. So that doesn't really matter. So what I want to mention to you about exercise helping you to live longer, there's a recent study that actually showing that intense exercise a few days a week, intense exercise, okay, and we're talking about intensity here in a second, um, has shown people's telomeres. So it's been a telomeres have, have come up as a sign of how much you're aged or your biological age. People that exercise intensely have are 10 years younger based off of their telomeres. Get that 10 years younger. That's huge, guys. So I look at that and I'm like, wow, not only can I, you know, have my body be 10 years younger, but I can also potentially live 10 better years of my life down the road because of that. So I'm going to live a better life 10 years longer because actual age has nothing to do with how old we are. It's the biological age that we're looking at. So somebody that's 40 years old might actually have the average biological age of somebody that is 20 years old. And that's completely possible or vice versa. Somebody who's 40 years old and has not taken care of themselves at all might have, you know, the biological age of a 60 year old. And we've got all these different things that come into play that can go into that, but it's all possible. And exercise has been shown to be a very good way of keeping your biological age nice and low, which is something that I would say that we all want, right? What do you think? I think we do. I think that we all should want to feel better, look better, and live longer, live more productive, awesome, more awesome lives. So the first thing that I'm going to share with you as far as exercise or as far as ways that you can improve in your at-home living right now, they're going to be easy. These are going to be the biggest bang for your buck, things that you can do right now. The first one is something you may not have been thinking of, you may not have been Thinking that I would bring it up, but it is water. Okay. Don't worry. We're going to get into some exercise. I'm going to show you how to do some things in here in a second. But water, and the reason I want to bring this up is I've worked with thousands of people, and I would say about 5% or less of them are drinking enough water in order to optimize how they feel because water can give you actual more energy. People usually think of like, oh, I'm going to have some coffee for energy. I'm going to have some sugar for energy. Well, water actually delivers oxygen to places in your body and Oxygen is our number one energy source. So think about it that way. Eating carbohydrates or eating sugars or having coffee, these things are also producing some form of energy, but is not the most abundant energy source that we have, which is oxygen. So if you can oxygenate your body more, you feel better. You feel like you have more mental and physical energy. Not only that, you, drinking more water has been shown to decrease stress, increase skin. So it increases the way that your skin looks and it decreases. It actually helps you to burn more body fat. So who doesn't want that? And all you have to do with water is drink about 0.5 ounces per pound of ideal body weight. Okay. So if you're going to be, uh, or if your ideal body weight, you could be more than that right now. Let's say you weigh 200 pounds, but your ideal body weight is 150 pounds. You would have 75 ounces of water per day, just split out, split up throughout the day. It's really easy math. You can do it you know, just like that. Super simple. If you have questions about any of this stuff afterwards, guys, hit me up. I am here for you in any capacity that you need help with any of this stuff. Water is number one thing though. The other thing about water is that we have these visual cues that we get all day long. So if we're sitting at our desk or our kitchen table working or whatever we are, wherever we're working, the thing that we have to think about is what are we seeing regularly? If you spread out a bunch of junk, like junk food, um, soda, whatever, on your table, and you know that's what you're seeing all the time, or even coffee, right? And I'm a huge coffee fan, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of studies that show that coffee is very good for you, but the caffeine in coffee can actually ramp up your nervous system in a way that can be unhealthy if we have too much of that. And we have to level out our water consumption with our caffeine consumption, so that we can have a hydrated body. So drinking coffee or the water in coffee does not count for the water that you're gonna be consuming otherwise. This is 100% pure water. It could be like bubbly water or some sort of unsweetened, uncaffeinated uh, beverage. So juice doesn't count because it's sweetened. Uh, Coffee doesn't count, tea doesn't count. It could be tea that was uncaffeinated, that would be fine. But let's just talk about, let's focus on regular water. And then what I wanted to say is, if you have your water bottle with you, I take my water bottle everywhere that I can go, that I have a space that I can put it, right? So if I'm gonna go to my living room, my water bottle, I just kind of bring it with me and I set it on the coffee table. Uh, If I'm gonna you know, go to my office or my work, which my office and my work and my home are all the same thing, I'm going to take that water bottle and put it right in front of me someplace so I can see it. Because literally the difference between me having my water bottle next to me where I accidentally see it on a regular basis versus across the room is going to allow me to easily drink more water throughout the day. And which is going to relate or equate to feeling better, looking better, having more energy. So that's the first thing. The second thing is... Exercise is like marketing. You guys should all be able to relate to that. If you're, you know, investors, marketing is something, whether it's, you know, cold calling or whether it's putting up bandit signs or whether it's doing uh, digital marketing or marketing via, you know, direct mail, whatever it may be. Exercise is like marketing where you don't necessarily have to do a lot of it to get results, but you have to do it consistently in order to get those results. I'm going to say that again. You don't have to do it, a lot of it, to get good results. Well, I know that I know that there's a lot of you, you hard chargers out there that are watching this, listening to this, that are thinking, oh man, he said intense exercise earlier. That means I'm going to have to work out three hours a day and that doesn't equate. Nope. Science has shown that you need a, about 10 minutes of exercise or a minimum of 10 minutes of exercise is enough to get a very positive growth in your all of, all of these factors that we've been talking about. 10 minutes, that's it. The intensity part is just how much effort or how much exertion is put into that, okay? And that's something that I go over in my program a lot in that we might only work out for, like the workout that I did today was only seven minutes long, but it was really hard, okay? So it warmed up, probably like 10 or 15 minutes of warm up, and then seven minutes of intense exercise, So we're looking at 17 or, you know, 25 ish minutes of total work that I took out of my day. And I'm getting incredible bang for my buck from that particular exercise. So you need to do it often. It doesn't have to be a large amount of work and it doesn't have to be anything special like going to the gym. It should be done with basic life movements. That's why I have this chair right here. And I was thinking of actually, I have this portable toilet that we have in our van. I was going to bring that out, but I thought it might offend some of you. So I decided not to, although I was like, man, it would give this, leave this amazing impression of people. Yeah, Joe brought out this toilet and told us how to sit on the toilet, right? Well, maybe next time if you guys, you know, if you guys all, if I get people that are telling me, hey, send me emails, you should use a the toilet, then I'll do it next time. So send me emails, com, if you want to you know, have me do the toilet demonstration next time. But you want to do it often, it doesn't have to be a lot and it's going to increase all of these general factors for you, especially if you can increase the intensity and we'll go into intensity a little bit here in just a second. Lastly, I'm going to leave you with a habit-based at-home workout routine that you can do wherever you are. Wherever you are, whether you're in a van and it's 20 degrees outside, and you don't want to go outside or whether you are at your home, in your living room, sitting there in front of your computer, whatever it may be, you can do any of them. So it's going to be three days. Day one, what we're going to do is 30 air squats or sit to stands. And this is what an air squat looks like. An air squat is just going up and down with your knees. You're going to initiate the movement from your hips, having your, dropping yourself down, weight is on your heels, knees pushed to the outside, chest is up, trying to avoid keep having your back bend. You want to keep your back flat and you're driving through your heels in order to get back up to the top of it. If that's hard for you, then you could do that onto a chair. And we're gonna do this day one, you're just to do 30 of those. Okay, that's it. The thing here is that, like I mentioned, it's like marketing. So you have to create these daily habits when you do it regularly in order to get the best results out of this. If you just do this, you know, once a week or twice a week, it's better than nothing, but it's really not gonna get you that much. It would be way better for you to do, let's say you, once a week you do a two hour workout, it'd be way better for you to split that two hours or even hour into 10 or I'm sorry, six, 10 minute sessions that had a little bit more intensity to them. That'd be way better. So day two, you're going to do 20 push-ups. So this is what, you know, when you're doing a push-up, things that we're looking for is having about, you don't want your elbows to be too close to your sides. You don't want your elbows to be up in your shoulders because that could be create impingement. So like right in between, you want to make sure you're going all the way down the ground, all the way extended in the arms. And you can do these on your knees or on your toes. So we're going to do 20 push-ups on knees or on toes for day two. And then day three is just going to be a one minute plank on elbows. So this could be multiple sets if this is hard for you. And that's fine. We're just trying to create a straight line on your elbows from your shoulders, through your hips, through your knees, through your ankles. Okay. And if that's really hard, you could do that down on your knees and that would be fine too. And it could, like I said, it could be multiple sets. Then on day four, you repeat. And you notice guys that all of these movements, first of all, the air squat, the sit to st- the air squat or sit to stand are things that you do regularly every single day, like, sitting in the chair, sitting on the toilet, getting out of bed, sitting into a chair on at the dining room table. All of these things, they're all relatable, okay? And that's how you're going to train. And if you want to increase more intensity, you're like, hey, Joe, I can handle that, no big deal. You can increase intensity many different ways. You could do 40 of those. You could do the 30 of them faster if your form is really good. And I only want you to do them faster if your form is really good. Otherwise, you're practicing your form until you get to the point where you're feeling like you're really good. Then you could also do multiple sets, right? You could do this multiple times per day and that would be totally fine, all right? Maybe you do 60, two sets of 30, and that would be cool. You could make it harder by doing a jumping squat. Man, those get really hard, okay? There's all these different ways you increase intensity and the intensity is gonna be determined by you. And if you have questions about that, happy to help. Send me a message. Let me know. Day two, push-up. Push-up is like something that if you're lying down in any capacity, you have to push yourself up off of the ground in order to step back up. And actually the full position of getting off the ground is uh, what we call a burpee. And I thought about putting these in there, but I know that it can be a little bit more of an advanced movement. So a lot of times in my programs, we'll have you do something like 20 burpees throughout the day or 20 burpees in one time. You just have to do one of the days is like 20 burpees. And because it's basically, you're just getting up off the ground. I don't care how you do it. You could step up, you could jump up and you're just lying down on the ground, getting up off of the ground. it's, It's amazing how effective that is. So with the push-up, you're gonna to want to, like I said, make sure you have good technique so that your shoulders stay nice and healthy. And you're just gonna do 20 of them. If 20 of them is hard, do them on your toes. No problem. But you you can see how the push up be pushing you up out of bed, pushing you up off of the floor, pushing you up in any capacity that you are gonna be lay in a laying position. It's gonna use all these major muscle groups. And lastly, the plank is gonna be something that is going to engage our core. So you may not know this, but a lot of people are, are super obsessed with abs and want your abs to look good and whatnot. First of all, you gotta have enough at least you got to have body fat that's gone in order to see the abs. But secondly, the best way to actually use your abdominal muscles to develop a six pack of abs is through bracing movements. It's not through crunches. And I know that we've got all these experts or experts telling you this, but if you actually look at the, the machines that they hook up to, to look at stimulation that is caused by certain exercises, the plank or the bracing of the abs is the most effective. So that's why we have plank here because it is going to help you to secure your body during all of these other movements, right? If you pick something up off of the ground, having a secure core is gonna be incredibly important to securing and making your back nice and safe. So that's why we do that. And you get the added benefit and motivation of it actually making your abs look better. So there you have it. These are the three things. Do them every single day for the next month. If you make it there, send me a high five, Ask me for the next month, and I'll give you—I'll get you into uh, thirty days free of our program if you would like to at the Get Better Project. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Uh, it was just some fun stuff that I've been doing, and I hope that it can be helpful for you as well, especially if you're having trouble getting started on an exercise routine. And uh, there you have it, guys. If you want more of this, you want to get involved more with me and all that fun stuff, head over to thegetbetterproject.com slash 30 days and get yourself 30 days of the Get Better Project. And uh, I'm here for you guys. Happy to help. And we will talk to you soon. The All-Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. We will see you on the next podcast.